Hello and welcome to Juice with Justin, bonus episode of State of the Industry 2.0 here in Vietnam. I'm going to cover the injured population. What that means, it's people that have had injury or that they're dealing with pain or nagging issues and they're either dealing with it proactively or reactively. So what does this mean, this sort of proactive and reactive? Typically in scenarios involving injury or pain, there tends to be a reactive response to the problem. We get a cut, stop the bleeding. Proactivity to an injury or to pain can be manifold. Essentially, it, it falls under this category um, of why these injuries or pain is occurring in the first place. And are there things that we can do to minimize the chance of this pain and injury? For example, if we take someone who has low back pain, instead of dealing with the pain, the issue with things like medicine, uh, maybe chiropractic care, maybe seeing the doctors, maybe some reactionary exercises, perhaps we could have been more proactive could there have been like a lifestyle choice where there's activity and movement, uh, blood flow to the area? Are there things in the weekly routine where you're doing things that strengthen your midsection that help facilitate the function of the low back? So that would be more of a proactive solution. Here are some big issues surrounding the injured population. So one, we have dealing with the problem and not the cause. Reactivity compared to proactivity. And in the long term, if we don't get a better handle on this aspect, we're just gonna blunt and diminish real and lasting results for the people that need it. Two, in Vietnam, we have a culture and also industry that biases rest when it comes to injury and pain. And typically that's one of the worst things that you can do. Lastly, we have an industry, whether it's private, public, things of that nature, that when it comes to the treatment of injuries, values and biases solutions that tend to be more passive than active. For example, if you get elbow pain playing tennis, maybe your doctor says rest. Is that the best thing you can do? Maybe not, because if you rest, let's say you rest four or six weeks, muscles around that surrounding joint just atrophy and your likelihood of re-injury probably increases even if the symptoms of the pain the initial problem the reaction has subsided or we'll do things like passive treatments so you might go to a physiotherapist or like a treatment center or a pain center and when i talk about passive versus active modalities you'll get things where you're not really controlling your body you're kind of not really doing movement to help yourself so if you have low back pain you might be getting ultrasound or stim on your low back muscles with the idea that it relaxes the muscles and decreases pain versus an active solution for that which would be can you use that stim electric stim in conjunction with specific exercises to maximize the benefit can one control their trunk and core area to put them into better positions in daily life that minimizes the stress on their joints so that's a difference between passive and active. With those passive treatments like that stim, it will likely provide some temporary relief. You might get a placebo effect or those muscles may relax and they feel better, but because you're not controlling it yourself, because it's not active, it's passive, it usually doesn't have an optimal longer lasting effect. This will tie into the last challenge this, the injured population has
as here in Vietnam. In general, we have an industry here that is behind the times when it comes to modern solutions. We're just a little bit behind the curve when it comes to offering proven, holistic, long-lasting results for the individual in need. How can we capitalize on this? What are some ideas that can move the needle forward when it comes to dealing with the injured population? This is a huge opportunity because the segment is not optimized to receive real and long-term lasting results. If we can do that, well, there's gonna be a lot of opportunity for those that can. Solution one, I touched upon it before, proactivity. Can we do things, can we make lifestyle changes, can we give education and information and coaching that minimizes the effects of injuries before they occur? Good strength and conditioning programs, good education, good coaching, education of coaches, education of clients, helping them learn more about what injury and pain is and how they can be involved and how they can manage their own situation and proactively reduce their risks. Here's an example. Female high school athletes, when they're playing court and field sports, have a much greater likelihood of tearing their ACL compared to a male high school athlete. It's, it's genetics, it's the way we're built, hip angles, things of that nature. Well, studies have proven that if you do a holistic movement prep, warm up, that hits the lower body, it hits balance, it's jumping, it, it, it's encompassing many athletic qualities, 10, 15 minutes, two to three times a week, the likelihood of ACL tears decreasing goes down by two thirds, 66%. That's huge. Why wouldn't we do something like that? Another idea, many segments of the industry act in silos, they act by themselves. You'll have a doctor acting by themselves, a personal trainer acting by themselves, an athletic therapist, a physio, a chiropractor, etc. When it comes to injury and pain and managing it, rehab is, is, is on a spectrum. In reality, rehab and training are the same thing. They're just on different ends of the spectrum. You know, if someone can't squat, you might have them doing isolative quad exercises and then moving them to partial range of motion squats, then finally moving them to uh, loaded squats and things of that nature. That's all on a spectrum. Rehab is training and training is rehab. Everyone can have a part in this solution. This happens in professional sports. If you look at a professional NBA basketball team these days, you have a doctor, orthopedic surgeon, a manager of sports science, head strength and conditioning coaches, athletic therapists, teams all working together in different areas of expertise to optimize the result of their client, which is the professional athlete. Of course, that's on a different level, but that's what needs to happen here to modernize the industry and essentially help the end result for that client for that injured population. Lastly, we need to have a shift from passive modalities, so passive solution to active solutions. We don't need more rest when it comes to injuries. We don't need more ultrasound and stim and things where people feel, or, or solutions where people feel like they're like a rehab patient. If people can move, let them move. We need solutions that are on this rehab and training spectrum. We need good strength and conditioning. We need to level up as a whole to provide more active 
active solutions to problems. We need doctors and chiropractors and everyone working together as a team so that we can put the rehab proactive reactive solution more in the hands of the individual and stop making them be so dependent on everyone else. Because if we make someone dependent, there aren't gonna be long lasting results. People need to be able to manage their bodies and understand that and that's part of the education aspect. So let me wrap it all up here. I keep saying this, the future is bright. A lot of the things that I've been talking about in state of the fitness industry come full circle. Education, active treatments, teamwork, bringing the industry up, collaboration, things of that nature. Can you do your part? I'm already doing mine. That's it for today, folks. Thank you for joining this episode of Juice with Justin.